0: Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this?
1: Come on, then
2: I'll bite your
1: legs off! I can take great power. Come straight to this world. We have a hole.
2: primitive
1: river bottom wilderness in southern arkansas along with deer duck crane and beaver lurks a creature that walks upright whether it is a man a monster or a myth no one really knows what we do know is the people around Falk, Arkansas say they have seen such a creature nearly 250 times since 1954. And that this creature, whatever it is,
0: emits one of the most terrifying sounds ever recorded. <laughs>
2: creek rated G.
1: And welcome back to the 32nd episode of the Monster Movie Stop Down. And we've already started off pretty pretty well before we kick this one off. Uh you got the sludge here that sent across from me it is Mark and our brother from Texas. Hello, Ruben from Texas. And man, have we got a gem for you. I mean, we've got a true legend Ha, uh-huh. doo-doo there's the symbol bash right yeah, there, there movie for you tonight that mark picked out thank you uh, thank was you was very a... much and yeah. i don't know that he could have picked out a a worse or turd oh oh it's not that bad <laughs> um but uh we are watching uh or watched then doing the legend of boggy creek a 1972 bigfoot movie um that uh it's actually kind of fun. Anyway, this is going to be enjoyable, um, but you kind of, you kind of fought for this one a bit, didn't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: I did. I, I I sure did. Hey, it's based on true's a true story. So it's based on
1: I don't know. See, could you label it a true story? Opening opening scene. Well, it says true a true story. story, okay? But there's no legitimate facts because we are talking about Bigfoot
2: here. Yeah. this yes. is true. Yeah, is this is a mock. It is considered a mockumentary. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, it is I considered go- a mockumentary. Yeah. Or I wait, act- it was called. Wait, because they didn't do mockumentaries. back think it was
1: called. It was called something else. It's a mockumentary. It's docudrama. A, yeah. That, that call, there you go. Docudrama. docudrama. Yeah. So docudrama. that in the seventies, but now we call them. Yeah, we call them mockumentaries. An now. American docudrama yeah. horror film. That's what it is. I didn't see any horror in this. Well, I one scene, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one one scene could have you know scared the crap out of you. Yeah, um, literally, literally right. <laughs> <laughs> on this one. So. Yeah, that's but true. Yeah, I,
0: I have to say how great it was because I paid money to get into movies for this. So that's yeah.
1: 1972. You did. You were what 11? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. 11, 11 years, years old. That's crazy. Yeah. And it did scare wow. me at 11 years old. This
1: movie scared you at 11 years old? Yeah. The, the, the one scene. <laughs> the, yeah. one, the, the one scene scared you. Let's, <laughs> let's put this into, into perspective here, okay? So for those who have seen this movie, The Legend of Boggy Creek, uh, if you haven't, definitely watch it. I mean, it's it's definitely fun, very well, fun. If you've
0: seen it, it, you know the scene I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah,
1: you know and right? We'll yeah. get into it, okay? But so 11-year-old <laughs> Mark got scared at the age of 11. Yeah, 11-year-old Mark got scared by The Legend of Boggy Creek. Now, let me just do a little quick uh, rundown here real quick, because we're going we're gonna to put some comparison here to, to the times and, and uh, I guess, the men, you should, we could say. So, 11-year-old Mark, scared by Boggy Creek. How old was I <laughs> here? Almost. I was 12, depending on when this movie came out. Nope, I was 11. I was technically 11. I went to go see, you took me to see... The Relic. The Relic, yes. I remember. In all intents of purposes, a far scarier film. And uh, didn't scare me, except for one scene. And ironically, it's probably the crap scene in that movie. Uh, when I went, I remember we went and saw The Relic, and we took, and the lady at the, no, it was a guy. <laughs> the guy at the ticket booth had asked you, had told you, are you sure you want to take him in here to see this? Because this movie has had grown adults coming out scared. And you were like, oh, no, yeah, he could totally handle this. He can do it. He's yeah, I could, he can do it. So, for anyone who's seen that movie, there's a lot of great scares in it. Great monster movie in a museum. I, superb, superb monster movie, yeah. in my opinion. But there's a scene early on where a cat jumps out on this boat. The whole movie, I, I watched the whole movie, didn't get scared once. That. Freaking cat scared the ever-living crap out of me. There we go. In that movie, that's the equivalent of your. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Your crap scene in this. Yeah, that's 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 it. But did anything else in this movie scary other than just that scene? just yeah just that scene just, that scene. just that, scene. <laughs> that scene that was the only scene it's a much slower jump scene than the well, cat you but, know. well yeah. You know,
0: the hand jumps right you know right into the bathroom i mean, window. Uh, I yeah, mean. so for, for those <laughs> those who are
1: wondering as we get into this movie i'm telling you this is a gem of a film here um you've got a character in the movie we'll discuss it a little bit more who's sitting on the crapper um with his long johns <laughs> down uh doing number two and the bigfoot Reaches, jumps his hands, or pushes his hands to the window, and scares him off the crapper, and he goes running into the house that's and uh, arrest yeah. the house. And that's the scene that scared Mark.
2: It's well, the hands. But the thing, it you know, you know what I found strange. What I found strange about that is the window is actually there. So, like during the day, if you're sitting there. Whoever's outside can just hey, there's old Judd taking a crap. You know, right, yeah, right that, there. Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The window's just he, there. He's sitting down.
0: And it's face level. Yeah. Okay, think about that. Yeah. How low, low is that?
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> a low window, man. I don't really think about that. It's like, man, you know, I just want a good view of the Arkansas swamp while I'm just dropping deuce. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. We need a lower that's window it. in here. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's little too, because, like, how, he didn't have to stand up. The Bigfoot could have been on his knees, you know, just sitting down, just reached right through. It's, it's so low. Now, a comparison to the Relic.
0: You know, yes. Um, and, and yeah, I thought The Relic was a good movie. Oh, so a the very good book movie. was unbelievably okay. better. But, but here's here's the difference between your pick and my pick. Okay. $100,000 budget for The Legend of you Creek. True. Yes. Gross is what? $25 million. The Relic budget, $60 million.
1: Sixty million—that's
0: the budget. That was wow. one of the first
1: big computer graphic films. And how much did it gross?
0: <clears throat> no clue.
1: Forty-eight million. Are you kidding? Yes, Me?
0: sir. Yes, sir. So wow. in the te- world, you know, and as you look at it in that realm, <laughs> the, 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 the legend, of Boggy Creek, was a better movie. Than it's the relic. a legend. You're okay. right. Thank okay. you very much. It Thank totally, you very much.
1: totally destroyed the relic. Well, I had that's to come up unreal. with something quick. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, wow. crazy. That blew my mind. Yeah. Sixty million dollars in '97 for a horror film. That's a lot. They did use a lot of CGI in that. Yeah. So I could understand why, but good night. Yeah. They should have stuck with Stan Wilson's well, effects. But. Yeah. Well, maybe Anyways, they, maybe they paid extra for the cat. I don't know. Until they did. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking cat was the best actor in the whole movie. Yeah. I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> he did his job. Boy, like, cat, you've got to scare everybody. He got gotcha. you. He did. Yeah, he got gotcha.
1: you. <laughs> I still, I hate that cat to this day. I <laughs> love that movie. Man, I hate that cat. So, <laughs> anyways, we're obviously, we're on The Legend of Boggy Creek. And this movie came out August 25th, 1972. And as we've discussed already, this is a docudrama, or as we call them today, a mockumentary. So it's kind of a, not a you know, well, it's a docudrama. It's like a found footage documentary on the Falk monster. This takes place in Falk, Arkansas. And through the 60s especially, well, the 40s to the 60s, there was a large amount of sightings of this Bigfoot creature in Falk, Arkansas, uh, enough that it, I mean, hit newspapers, not just in Arkansas, but nationwide. Um, you know, they talk about in the movie and you see in the movie where, you know, hunters come from Tennessee and all these other States to try and find this thing. And so that's directed by Charles B Pierce. Um, Not his best film in comparison to his film. Well, actually, it's one of his better films, but not his best. He has one that's far superior to anything else he did. Um, But he directed this film and uh, wrote wrote and directed this film um, about the Falcon Monster. And this is probably the first legitimate Bigfoot horror film. And um, like I said, the movie takes place in Falcon. And it kind of just, as a docudrama, recaps a lot of the several of the sightings of the Falcon Monster um, through the 40s and 50s and 60s. And uh, a lot of these uh, sightings that take place in the film, um, the actual actors are the real people who uh, had the sightings. So, I mean, so you got the real characters playing themselves or portraying themselves in almost a reenactment of the um, incidents where they see them, whether it's in the woods hunting or bashing through the window while you're taking a crap. Um, You know, they (laughs) these are... You know, uh, because the acting is pretty bad in this movie. I will say it is pretty bad, but it's because you don't have any actors. You know, ninety percent of these people are the actual people that they you know they talk about in the film. Um, So, but it came out in 1972, as Mark mentioned, hundred thousand dollar budget, so it was a real low budget film, uh, even for the time. um, And but grossed twenty five million dollars. He said you've got a few people um, that um, played. Uh, like, uh, actually found out, Mark found out that uh, Charles's son, Chuck Pierce, um, who was in that movie with Peter Fonda, um, can't think of it right now, uh, but he, you know, Chuck was an actor as well. He played young Jim in the movie, and, uh, you know, he was an actor, but then you have a lot of people portraying themselves, but then you had family members. Um, there's a character in here named James Crabtree, um, and his incidents yeah. were like in the 40s or 50s, and I think it's his son or another relative named Buddy Crabtree portrays James in it. Um, and you've got things like yeah. that um, that happens, but then you got a lot of people who actually do play themselves in the film. Um, so that was pretty cool. I mean, Travis Crabtree, John P. Hickson, uh, Smoky Crabtree, B. Barrington, Lloyd Bowen, John Oates, Herb Jones, Anthony Newsom, Cecil Newsom, and Denise Newsom. All these people played themselves in the movie. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, but I mean, that's just what it does. I mean, it it, it tracks the tale. Of the Falk Monster and the mystery of the Falk Monster, um, and like Mark said, he, you know he saw this in the theaters. Yes. So you were a kid, Ruben. What about you? Did you see this video theater?
2: No video. Uh, I was a, in seventy two. I was what uh, six years old. So oh yeah, so yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I did not. I saw this. I saw this on VHS. It was one of those rentals, you know, long ago, and it was a pretty bad copy. On top of that. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if this thing was in public domain for a while or what, because it was a, a copy I saw was pretty bad.
1: There was so multiple was releases of it. I mean, cause there's like, there's like an 87 minute version of the film. There's an 89 minute version of the film. There's like three different, yeah. you know, two or three minute differences right. of the movie. And I did recently get yeah. released on DVD in 2009, ish i think and then uh then they re-released it for a blu-ray release um and that's uh, today because i mean it's it's garnered a cult classic hit i mean they they charles yeah. made a sequel to it Boggy creek 2 which is an absolute turd um that's that's i was telling mark before the show there's a bigfoot horror film called creature from black lake that is absurdly bad in good ways um, that is far superior to Boggy Creek 2. Actually, I think Charles even said that Boggy Creek 2 was his the worst part or the, the worst thing in his career. Like that was the worst moment was making Boggy Creek 2. Um, but this one, I mean, for all intents, did really well at the time. When we watched it, let's see, I've watched it a couple times here recently because I just recently got a newer version of it. But I think I watched it Monday night, and my wife was mm-hmm. up in the living room watching it with me. And she was like, "This is hard to sit through." She's like, "I cannot focus on this movie whatsoever." Um, <laughs> but it does; it's got it's got some good moments. And you know, so Ruben, you got it for home it video. Does. Um, I right, I did too. It was my first. It was my first Bigfoot horror movie. Now I'm a big Bigfoot fan. I believe Bigfoot exists. There, I said it. Okay, Sludge believes in the, the Sasquatch.
0: Yeah. Um, because you watched Legend of Boggy Creek, or. No, definitely not because oh, yeah, this movie right, be whatsoever. Maybe we might go there. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, well, Sludge <laughs> believes it, and and so does Ruben. I, I'm right there with you. I, I, you know, I, I believe the Sasquatch is out there somewhere. Where? That, uh, yeah. that's uh, another story. But, well, yeah. Ruben,
0: you're probably close enough. You could make a trip up there to Foul, couldn't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're, it's what I mean, about a, It's about a seven-hour drive
0: oh that's right i forgot mm-hmm. you're in texas and that's that's <laughs> half texas, the size yeah. of the united states anyway yeah. so that's yeah that's right
2: <laughs> it's a seven-hour drive it's yeah. still pretty wow. far but maybe maybe but, we uh, could
0: get there you know,
1: quicker i'm pretty uh, sure we could yeah it'd be what arkansas uh, that'd, be a, well, that'd be a well
0: you know i went on vacation to texas uh, a couple years ago and went down i was out by, down by san antonio mm-hmm. and then on our way back We were contemplating coming through the Falk area just because of this movie, and we came through Arkansas. We came through Arkansas. That would have been cool, but we did go
1: go over to the Falk area. Oh, see, that's where you got to pull. Hey, I'm 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 the man of this trip. You know, this is true. Cause I would have done. I mean, yeah. I already told. Like, I might have been the
0: man, but I wasn't the dollars buying the gas. <laughs> I wouldn't so. care. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I'd a hitchhike,
1: man, uh, to, to go through Falk. I mean, oh, yeah. we're talking about going to Hershey, Pennsylvania next year, um, for vacation. Take the kids up to the Hershey Park. Yeah. Um, and like I told Sarah about it and stuff, and how it's you know, she's like, "Oh, that'd be great." I'm like, "It was one of the worst moments of my life." She's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was terrible." She's like, "Is it not fun?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Well, the park's fun." yeah, you get free chocolate and you get to go through a cool conveyor belt and see how it's all made. She's like, well, what's the about that? I was like, I went during the promotion period of Godzilla in 1998. Like, it was a <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible trip for me. She's like, well, I don't care. So I told her, I said, well, look. it's Why? Because you didn't get to see the movie while you are up there? Is that what? No, because I was. Yeah, it, oh, it, it was I it, think it, that's where you know, that was it, at. it made me so much more pumped <laughs> to see the movie and then, you know, the major oh, letdown, oh. you know. So Hershey, you know, helped make that a terrible experience for mm. me. So thank you. So I don't eat their chocolate anymore, <laughs> but uh, but I told her I said, look, I said now when we go, I said we got a two-hour drive, or two and a half-hour drive. We'll, we'll take, and she's like, no. I'm like, yes, because it's an hour drive to Philly, and uh, I'm totally going to Tony's and getting the Philly cheesecake, <laughs> like because like that's worth the hour drive by itself. And then number two, it's another hour and fifteen minutes past Philadelphia to Red Bank, New Jersey and go to Stainesville on Bob's Secret Stash. It's the number one comic store in the world. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, we're totally doing it. She's like, oh, no, I, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. I said, you'll stay at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, are you serious? I'm like, oh, I'm dead serious. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going. You can either choose to be in the car or not. I was like, that's going to happen? And that would have been the same way if I went through Texas and if we went through Falk. It's we going to Texas, I totally would have hit up the te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre House. Uh, definitely would have hit yeah. up the Falk area. Yeah. There would have been no question about it. i mean, like, look, we're going. Well, at the
2: uh, Texas Chainsaw, the, the gas station, it's it, you go in there and, and they they got a store. You can buy all kinds of stuff there. Oh man, from the that's Texas awesome, Chainsaw. yeah, they're, well, it, yeah,
0: in, yeah. Is there like a like a little hole in the wall hotel or something in that area that they promote? You know, it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre area. You yeah. can stay.
2: You go through that little town, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, my brother and sister-in-law at? went through there, and they picked up J's shirt from that gas station. So he's got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's Man, cool. the shirt. That's cool. got the, you know, it's got that gas station on it. You
1: know. And you, it's pretty you, cool. cool. You could have. You could have seen the Falcon Monster. You're right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Just to be honest with you, I stopped at Whataburger.
1: That's why you didn't All make right. it to uh, the Falk Monster. Right. There we go. We go. And it was very time. good. And it was very good. Yeah. wasted <laughs> your time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's Just sense. had to throw that yeah. in. Yeah. Because you know what? You'd have drove through Falk eating that burger Would (laughs) have seen the Falk monster. He'd have grabbed that burger and just threw it right in your face. Screaming in and out (laughs) all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That's crazy. Anyway,
2: so we're on (laughs) The Legend of Boggy Creek here. Obviously, this is a great movie. Um,
1: But uh, um, it it was cool for me. I mean, it it obviously did great, like we talked about. But for me, it it probably is what kick-started my love for The Bigfoot for Bigfoot was this movie because that's the it's the earliest thing I remember seeing about Bigfoot because back then in the I probably saw this either late late 80s or early early 90s. There wasn't a whole lot movie or television wise when it when it comes to Bigfoot. There was films like Creature from Black Lake. um, Actually, what ends up being my second favorite for the longest time was my favorite Uh, Bigfoot horror film Snow Beast, uh, which came out in the 70s. But I hadn't seen that yet, and it ended up petrifying me years down the road. Um, uh, that's a great Bigfoot horror film. It's made for TV, and it was far superior to this. But um, Boggy Creek was my introduction to it, and really made me fall in love with the, myth- the mythical creature. It's not a mythical creature, because we've got evidence of something, and we believe it's real, at least you know, part of us do, all yeah. of us do. Um, so it was really cool, and obviously did really, really well. Charles made a sequel to it that bombed. Bobby Creek, and you've not seen Bio Creek too have you, Mark?
0: No, and he did not do that, I don't think. He wrote it.
1: Did you not direct it? Yes. Oh, he, I the thought, second one. What I read, I thought he didn't have anything to do with it. No, I'm pretty sure he did. got to double check. I'm pretty sure. I know he wrote it, and I'm pretty sure he directed it, too.
2: The third one, he didn't, but the, I thought the second one, he did. Okay, well, that may be right. That may be right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Something about the legend continues, or?
2: Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's garbage. <clears throat>
1: Like and that was not an, even a docudrama. That one they kind of they just make a fictional story, and like some teacher takes his students down on a trip to Falk or whatever, and then they, um, they get lost or something, and like the Bigfoot tries to save them, and it's a just just, pfft. I mean that's not, I don't even have a word for it. Um, but this one's them. I mean, this one's great. I mean, what what's, what did y'all think about it, Ruben? What what about you, man? What did what was your favorite moments, and not so favorite moments of the film? Because it's kind of hard to say, hey, this was what was great about the film, and this was what was bad when it comes to special effects and yeah. actors. It's a weird spot because it's low yeah. budget, so you can't really say much about special effects, and there's no real actors. Everyone pretty much plays themselves or their family members. Um, so, what was like your favorites and not favorite stuff?
2: Well, let's see. My favorite, actually, the favorite part of, of the movie is I like the uh, the the scenery of the whole thing. I mean, it was all it was authentic. You know, you had these. The, the, you know, that old man that lived out in the middle of nowhere, and you had old Travis Crabtree getting in his boat and going along, you know, all those scenes in, in the swamp were pretty cool, you know, with the wildlife and with the. Oh, and, definitely. And, yeah. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that was a highlight of the film. Um, I like the way they, even though uh, uh, Sarah's right, it, it, it is, I don't, I wouldn't say it was hard to sit through, but. You could be easily distracted if you're sitting there, watching a movie. Uh, if you see something shiny, you you can wander off because it's not your typical. It's hard to call it even a horror movie. Um, I, you know it's kind of hard to categorize. It's got Bigfoot in it, and he terrorizes the people. So, I would you know that's what makes it a horror movie. Um, I like the premise a lot. In fact, I think, in my opinion, this film. Was actually the start of. I, I can see George just sort of, you know, there's a scene where they have all those dogs and, and they're going to go after, they're going to go look for the Falk monster. You yeah. Know? And, and and I saw that and then I immediately thought of George A. Romero and Don of the Dead and that yeah, scene with all yeah. those guys. are You know, and I like, I, I saw that scene. I said, I could see George Romero saying, you know what? I saw this movie, Boggy Creek. Legend of Boggy Creek, and they had a scene like that in there, and I'm going to put it in my movie. And, uh, and, and of course, it, it, it's not a stretch to know that even, I think the the guy from Blair Witch, from the Blair Witch Project, not the Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project, the original, said that this was an inspiration also
1: yeah, yeah, for their movie. Did.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I can see where this movie was actually the start of something for, for a lot of other, you know, it was a kickstart for a lot of other horror movies, I think. It, oh, definitely. There's a lot of inspiration on there. So well, I mean, so can what, I, what I like,
1: I'm, go ahead. So I, I can't think of, and I don't know if you guys can, can you think of any other found footage? Cause this is really kind of the start of almost the, what would become found footage. Cause it found footage is a mock drama yeah. or mockumentary. I can't think of anything prior to this in the horror right. or horror esque type
2: genre uh, ever being done. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah no, no I, that's what I'm saying. And, I don't and think. What that's, yeah, yeah. And that's what basically what I'm saying is the movie itself, what I like about it is I can see where other movies took their inspiration off of this movie, in yeah. my opinion. Definitely I mean, original. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's an original movie. I think they sat down and said, Hey, let's make this movie and on paper it was great. It just didn't translate well. Maybe if they got real actors, it would have been better. Maybe not, because there's an authenticity to the way these, you know, you could tell they weren't actors. You know, like that scene where that little, in the very beginning of the movie, which that kid, you know, they, I don't know why they had him running for two and a half minutes just to get to that <laughs> yeah. store. But it's like, he gets to the store, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he runs in and he's telling them, eh, Mama saw something out there, and then that, you could tell they weren't actors. You could tell right away they weren't actors. And I'm like, well, you know, this is not supposed to be, He's trying to sell it as a docudrama, you know, as a documentary, so to speak. And that's what he's trying to make the movie to be like, you know. And I I, I go back to Blair Witch, because I remember there was discussion. Well, is this real? Did this really happen? I mean, that's how good they did it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think that's what they were shooting for here. And he was hoping to get that. I don't think he it, it translated well, but I like the premise a lot. I like the premise of the movie. I liked how he shot it, and and in, in the swamps of Arkansas, you know, he, there's no movie sets here. You know, he actually shot on location, and everything was on location. That's what that's what was interesting to me, is seeing this movie. I realized that it actually was an influence to a lot a lot of horror movies. Maybe they'll admit it. Maybe they won't. You know, mm-hmm. it it just depends. But uh yeah, that, that's that's basically what I'd say. I mean, you know, I can't it, you're right. This movie's hard to, to to give a commentary to because you can't say the acting's bad because they he didn't use actors. He used, you know, real people for the most part. Um his budget was super low. You know, this is T- Texas Chainsaw Massacre budget low. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so, I mean, he had low budget. I do. One thing I would I I found that was uh, was pretty cool. And and again, I go back to Blair Witch. They did the same thing is you never saw the monster outright. You always saw shadows or you saw
1: him run by,
2: you know, you know, run by. So there was a mystery and a, a dread like, you know, you want there was an anticipation. You wanted that money shot and now i know you got it on the porch you know but unfortunately, even unfortunately yes unfortunately yeah, we got the money uh, shot uh, on the porch. And, porch and then you see yeah, the true effects <laughs> yeah exactly unfortunately that you get the money shot on the porch and it's kind of a letdown but if he had a bigger budget maybe he he would have had a better shot at making making this movie better um but all in all i thought the premise was great and uh there's there's not a, i mean there was really a lot of potential there. They could have made a really great movie, um, had they had the budget. You know, yeah. But uh, uh, better budget. Although, uh, I mean, for hundred for a hundred thousand dollars, heck, you, you know, it, it, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. I watched it twice for this for this show. I did too. Uh, I watched it twice I, myself. Yeah, I watched it twice for the show. Just to, and, and both times, I was like, hey, you know, this isn't. I've seen worse. You know, and, you know, I've seen worse. Uh, That's right. We've seen Godzilla '98 and Titanic. So, yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. It's like <laughs> we've a, seen worse. You know, you know, I, I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see. Of course, you know, Six Million Dollar Man had a bigger budget than this guy did. But you know, Sasquatch from Six Million Dollar Man would have been cool. And yeah. This, yeah. That would have been awesome. You know. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I like the premise that he used that. The, you didn't get the money shot to the to the very end otherwise all you saw was his arm through the window or a shadow or a poor stiff cat that got scared to death you know oh, yeah yeah uh, stuff like that you know Which i'm and, pretty sure uh, they just found a dead cat and then filmed it because <laughs> yeah. that's where all the budget yeah. went was that one cat <laughs> they had to, yeah they had to go rent the dead cat from, <laughs> yeah. from the local pound or something you know so uh but yeah i I don't have too much negative to say about it because it this movie is what it is. Um, I don't think that he went out to... I, I think the fact that he used the real people rather than actors tell, tells me, okay, he's, he was trying to make something authentic. And, and it just, pro, you know, unfortunately didn't translate as well as he would have liked, probably. I think if you would have asked him, you would say, well, I wish it would have came out better. But hey, it grossed. Look how much it grossed. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, well uh, you they, know they just had it, a re-release
0: in 2019, a re-release again. Yeah, yep. a re-release. So, I mean, and yeah.
2: so that that it it's I believe that it's a respected title among horror fans.
1: You yeah, know, it it's definitely not the
2: scariest. There, no. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's the cl- it's not I the mean scariest. it's classic for sure. Yeah. yeah, it would be I think it's a, a must own for horror fans only because um I think other horror fans will recognize watching this movie. That, that a lot of inspiration by by future or directors and writers and you know even actors maybe they said hey you know what i saw this movie and i'm going to incorporate some of that in this somehow some way um so to me it is a, a must own because of that you might not be impressed you might not be scared but i i think it's just one of those movies that, that you, you have to have you, you must own if you're a true horror fan, because uh I do believe it's the same. Unless I mean I don't know, you uh, that snow creature movie that came with Megalon? When was that made? That was in the fifties. That was a, the old film there, but yep. that was with actors and everything. This was this was a whole new premise. Uh and I can't think of another one. If there was if there is one, I don't know about it. Just just put it that way. But so, uh yeah, that's I'm all i have to say about that man. Yeah, that that's all I gotta say. I might come up with something else here. Once you guys give your input, Mark, what about you? Well, I, um,
0: I think if you set it and you stop to think is, you know, when I saw it, when I was 11, back in 1972, um, the quality that the film <laughs> company, Hold on. I'm sorry, oh, time out, time out. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. We got an interruption here. So where's that from? My phone just went off. Okay, in the middle of the show, and <laughs> oh my! Please, 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 for those listening, stick around to the uh, outtakes at the end because this will totally make a hundred percent sense. Uh, I just got a message from Sarge in the protest. Thanks, and Sarge. It is a really appreciate it. Of the Lorax shaking his mustache. <laughs> For those for those listening, stick around to the outtakes. Oh, yeah, You'll wrong. understand the story. Yeah, we got we had wrong. to document yeah. that one. Oh, so. no, thanks. Sarge. <laughs> that was Jeez. great. Perfect timing <laughs> on that one. <laughs> so Sarge, when you listen to this, thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm it sorry, er- Mar- Lorax. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> that's wrong.
0: <clears throat> I know what I was saying was you know in '72 the quality of filming compared to what it is now. You know we had talked earlier oh, yeah. about what. You know, what scared you, right? And, and when you were 11, compared to what scared me when I was 11, um, I think the talk about this film in 72 was much greater as a horror film, docudrama uh, that, that would make people more interested in going to see the movie and, and enjoying yeah. the movie. Compared to today, true, because you're also coming off the coattails, very true, of the yeah. real life news reports. Right, right. You're coming after all that, so yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And so, and so, I think you know, as far as the movie went, I thought you know, I liked the movie. I'm the one that pushed the, that we did this today, and um, yeah, uh, and it's not one of those things where you go into looking for. Uh, academy award winners and and that stuff because it's just i not, don't think it's most, just not there let, let's and just be honest i don't think yeah. most films that we review on the well, and, and, and i don't yeah. think i don't I don't, I don't think oh, yeah, charles was true. looking for academy award you know, <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, personnel uh, at the time when he's making this because obviously budget woes and everything else but i thought he did a fantastic job uh, making the film and i think if he was uh, probably asked today he would probably say well i'm Kind of surprised on where it's gone from the time that we have released it to now. Um, uh, I think the the footage of Arkansas and and Texarkana, that whole area right there, I think is uh, is great uh, when it comes to filming the movie, and it and it has everything to 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 give you the chills. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, as, as far as uh, being out in uh, Falk or Boggy Creek. Uh, and so I think overall, uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it, and uh, n- nothing bad to say about it.
1: For, for me, I mean, it's it is fun. I like, yeah. R- 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 like like you did, I watched it twice before yeah. this one. Um, I mean, is there worse films? Yeah. Um, is there better films? Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those middle ground ones. But for me, it is. I remember watching it as a kid. You showed it to me as a kid, and it really for me, I love bigfoot movies i love bigfoot documentaries i love anything you know what comes to bigfoot right. it's just that I, I love oh, yeah. bigfoot stuff you know i mean well you guys brought me and gavin for christmas or bought for christmas bigfoot shirts right you know and which is just awesome and uh so it, that really kickstarted started for me so for me going back and watching it it still was a lot of fun from what i remember watching it as a kid the most fun thing and thing i liked the most um one was it was really cool and i do like seeing the reenactments of their actual encounters. Right. But mm-hmm. the actual... Yeah, that's cool. The sound of the Falk monster is great. Like, it's so yes. eerie, yeah, the way that it yeah. sounds. Like something dying constantly. Um, and there's some great moments in there. There's some... I mean, a lot of moments of his appearance, I think, of the um, the girls in the house, the three girls, like the, yeah. the cousins yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And when uh, it's come up the house and, and comes... Creeping through those woods, like, looked great, you know. What I mean, keeping it off in the distance, that was a great looking scene. I mean, I, I see videos on YouTube constantly, I watch a lot of stuff, you know, for footage of Bigfoot. Um, that looks horrible compared to honestly to right what they did in this movie. Um, so I mean, I thought they did a great job with the suit, definitely. Um, up until you know, the big reveal or you know, yeah. accidentally <laughs> yeah. uh, on the porch, yeah. you know, the scene that we're talking about. Is the Falcon Monster now in actual real life? The the, the person he attacked on the porch really got attacked by a creature in the 60s or the 50s and was actually sent to the hospital. And uh, there was a report and everything. So, when it, if you watch wow. the movie, you're like, he didn't really get attacked on the porch by no, yeah, he got attacked by an animal um, unidentified and he was host- that person was actually hospitalized. But so you see that on the porch and you get the first actual and only unfortunately i have to say only because there should have been none shot of the face of the mat you know of the suit and clearly the eye holes are way bigger than they need to be because you see the white like around <laughs> the dude's yeah. eyes in the in the suit so could have you know colored that black yeah. or something so it's pretty rough yeah. that's one moment where you're like oh man the suit looks great you know off the distance and you see it like oh no 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 yeah. should have went to the dollar store got you a suit and I'm way better off um, but, that or at least a magic marker. Yeah, at least <laughs> I could have at least Batman that you know yeah. just color it in a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, there that go. would have been good. But I mean, yeah, there's really cool, a lot of really cool moments. Like, like, and then Ruben nailed it too. Both of you did. I mean, the scenery. I mean, Arkansas is beautiful, anyways. And then I love the swamps and just the scenery of that place is just really, really great. I mean, there's a lot of movies that I like, and have watched, and hunted down because of Legend of Boggy Creek. One of those I think of is Terror in the Swamp. I finally found a copy of Terror in the Swamp. It took me years. I remember watching Terror in the Swamp because of my love for Legend of Boggy Creek. People were like, oh, what's Terror in the Swamp? Well, you'll probably not like it. It's about a mutated nutria man. People, you know, Most people may not even know what a nutria is. <laughs> you know, I had to explain to my wife. I have not seen that movie. Oh, dude, it is great. <laughs> for those who don't know what a nutria is, it's a giant rodent. Like It's like a giant muskrat, okay? and this is a mutated Nutria Man. Like, it's called the Nutria Man in this. <laughs> Not a good movie, folks. Like, there's two redneck brothers that are great, but it's, it takes place in the <laughs> swamps, and you watch it, and there's a lot of things about it that you kind of reminisce and go, oh, this is because of Boggy Creek. You know, it's like you really get the vibes yeah. from it. So, I mean, the movie yeah. really opened up a lot of doors for me to try and find stuff. The Snow Beast, uh, you know, I mean, I watched it because of Legend of Boggy Creek. Snow Beast generally scared the crap out of me uh, because when I first watched that movie, and it takes place in uh, in the mountains at a ski resort, a lot of snow. You, We were in Rutledge, Tennessee. You were working one night, closing Pizza Plus, and we lived in a trailer uh, in the mountains, and it had snow. So there was snow freaking everywhere when I watched this movie. And everyone's, I don't even think mom was home. I think mom and the girls were like at grandma's or something. It was just me at home. And the trailer we lived in, the back door, remember, didn't close. Like it didn't even lock yeah. oh. nothing. Like you just push it open, Uh-oh. and there's a there's a window in the middle, and out that back door is just woods and the mountain, yeah. and it's just covered in snow. <laughs> and I'm all home alone as a oh kid, boy. watching this Bigfoot just annihilate and eat these people, um, and terror freaking terrifying me. I was like, man, we're looking at the clock. Like when is Mark getting home? Like the dude's gotta be off work by now. Um, so I mean, and if, so I would, it wouldn't. There's a lot of memories I have because I probably wouldn't have had. If it wasn't for Legend of Hockey Creek. Right. So, nostalgically, for me, it's huge. This movie's huge for me. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of good things in the movie that are just fun. Just seeing the retelling of the stories. And Finding out when I did that the actors, or non-actors, were the people playing themselves or their relatives, I thought was really, really, really cool. Um, there's it's, It is. It's a weird movie to try and critique because you can't really say much about the budget because it's $100,000. Right. You know, this is not... You know Charles's next film is his film. You know, what I mean, his superior film, but not this one. But uh, it, you know, if, if I think if the suit if you wouldn't seen the mask in the one scene yeah. towards the end, it would have been gotten. I mean, it <clears throat> it have been great overall. But I mean, there's there's not mm-hmm. a lot to because there's not a lot of big special effects shots. So I can't say oh the special effects were terrible except for that one scene because yeah. a lot of it looks great. I mean, the music's great. It's real 1970s southern music to yeah. it. And, um, yeah. I think they did a great job for what they did. You know, it's definitely no, like said, Academy Award winner. I mean, Charles B. Pierce would go on from this movie to do The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Now, I don't know. Oh, you, yeah. Uh, that is a phenomenal
2: yeah. movie. Yes, it is. Oh, um, man, that movie.
1: And another kind of docudrama yeah. type deal, for those who don't know what The Town That Dreaded Sundown is, it's actually about real life events of a serial killer that terrorized a small Arkansas town back in like the 40s. Or Texas t- town, it was a Texas. T- uh, actually, oh, it was a Texas town. Okay, that's right. I get
2: it right. I believe it's Texas.
1: Yeah, um, it, but yeah. So it was. I think it was like in the '40s. But town. I mean, they even did a remake of that movie. That original one, phenomenal movie. I mean, like I would put that in an Academy Award type scenario. You know, what I mean, just being really good. Um, so, I, but I think that he learned a lot from Legend of Boggy Creek to be able to do The Town of Dreaded Sundown as good as he yeah. did. It didn't have a big budget either, so I mean, but Creek was great. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um I, I can see, yeah, there's like Ruben said, you see something shiny, you'll get distracted uh very easily, especially when you see the movies yeah. that we have today. Um, this one is kind of hard to to sit through unless you're just like, I really want to see this movie because it's
2: yeah,
1: it's a cult classic, you know, it's kind of it's you know legendary in, the, in, in a lot yeah. of the horror circles. Um, and it's totally worth watching. Um, Because it's really fun. Again, the sound of the Falcon Monster for me was awesome. Just that screech, painful cry, scream that it had was just terrifying. There's a book by Frank Peretti called Monster, which ironically deals with a Bigfoot um, and a a mutated creature as well. And they talk about, when they talk about this mutated creature in the book, or bring up that creature in the book, not the Bigfoot, they talk about its cry or its wail almost like a, a woman screaming in pain or whatever. When I read the book, that the sound that I imagined in my head was the Bigfoot sound from Foggy Creek every time. So that sound stuck with me. I loved it. Loved it. <coughs> what about anything yeah. else you guys got? This well, is kind of hard it. Yeah,
0: well, I, and, and I'm looking through and, and listening to you and I'm looking at uh, Charles Pierce's life. Uh-huh. And, and you probably don't know this little tad bit of trivia, what, what he's kind of famous for. What? He goes ahead and, and he and he writes Sudden Impact, Clint Eastwood.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yep.
0: He's the one that wow. came up with the phrase, go ahead, make my
1: day. Are you serious? That's the man who did it. I yes. did not know yes, that. 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 That's
2: that's the man. Neither
1: did I. That is cool. Forget yeah. Boggy Creek yeah. right there, go dude. Ahead. That's what he's make known for. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's... Yes, I did. Yeah, I did know he made Sudden Impact, or wrote Sudden Impact, so I did forget about that. So. But that's... I mean, it's. Wow, I mean that's three good staples, dude. Yeah. I mean, he qu- he, yeah. he you know he quote created that catchphrase, did Legend of Boggy Creek" and the "Town of Dread Sundown." That's a good career. I mean, in my yeah. opinion. Well,
0: and, and he did some other stuff. I mean, he uh, outlawed Josie Wells. He worked yeah. on he worked on that. Uh, he was the director of. Didn't he the, the sets uh, building sets or he, over? Wow. Uh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Now didn't he do like some? Didn't he do like an episode tour of MacGyver? Charles Pierce? Hmm. That I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I am thinking he worked on some guy or two. Yeah, did that one they did? And, the, and he did. I, I wanted to make correction because we're we are questioning Mark. Actually, the sequel was not his, but it was weird, his return to Boggy Creek was a sequel. He didn't do that one, but then he did the one right after that. Right, right. Uh, Boggy right. Creek 2. Bobby, uh, uh, Boggy Creek 2, that was Charles that did that one. So he actually did the third one, the third not one, the okay. second one. Yeah, it's kind of weird because yeah. it's Boggy Creek 2, but actually it wasn't 2, it was really 3, and Return to Boggy Creek, which was not even a docudrama at all. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want people, to, yeah. So Mark Mark was right in saying the sequel was not his. It was the third It was the third one that he was back yeah. into.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay,
1: gotcha. So, but, I mean, interesting career. I mean, especially doing a movie like this. I thought was pretty cool. Um, and it really helped Spawn. I, I really do. I think with this one, it really helped him when it comes to The Town of Dread Sundown, and, which is a phenomenal film. And, and this one was really, really good, too. I mean, it's tons of fun to watch. It's cool to see the stories. It's cool to, I mean, there's things that are really fun that you're going to like about it. It's cool seeing that the actual people played themselves, or again, or like I said, or relatives. Uh, and totally worth the watch. I mean, like it, I said, it's been around for a long time. It's as far to my knowledge or any of our knowledge is the first docudrama in this genre or anything like this, which is really cool because I mean, it really kickstarted a lot of things. I'm um, I mean, again like Blair Witch Project. I mean, they quoted yes. this is what it, really it, it, inspired it. You
2: know, yeah, which and, is awesome. And, and you can see it because yeah.
1: yeah, you know the the Blair Witch Project. No, no, so was it the Blair Witch Project or Blair Witch the movie? It was the it was the first one, right? No
2: the Blair Witch Project was the very first
1: one. Right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so, yeah.
2: so yeah. he ended and then up then they
1: did yeah. yeah. He ended up coming back, that director, and did Exists, which oh. is a Bigfoot bound for mm-hmm. the horror film, yep. Yep. which is phenomenal. Yep. I think is the best Bigfoot horror film there is. Uh, unreal movie. I, I, that would be one I could would love to do on the show because it's so good. We may get to it one day. Yes. Um, but that's a, that's an absolutely phenomenal film. Um, so that's kind of cool. We could have never had exists or Blair Witch Project if it wasn't yeah. for The Legend of Body Creek.
2: Yeah. I mean, you... you, you It's true. You, you don't think about it, but if you uh, take a step back after watching this movie, I guarantee when you watch this movie, it may not be the best movie ever saw, but you're going to see the influences there for a lot of the other movies that you've watched that didn't even realize... That, you know, because I started before I read anything about it, I popped it in and watched it and didn't research it, didn't do anything. I just popped it in. Well, I queued it up and watched it, I should say. And uh, I uh right away, I said, man, this reminds me of Dawn of the Dead. Hey, this reminds me of Blair Witch. This is a Blair Witch. And then I started reading and sure enough, everything I read kind of backed up what I was thinking while I was watching the movie
1: yeah i mean uh, even for me like yeah, I, I, I on the same token you yeah. i mean it's like oh man i i watched Terror in the swamp because of this i watched snow beast because of this because those are yeah. what really got me into it you know um so i mean yeah this is i mean it's totally worth watching i mean it's you know it's gonna be your favorite maybe not but it's definitely worth watching to check out what the legend's all about it's cool to see the stories of the Falk monster um I mean, and it's, it is, it's, it's worth the watch. It's,
2: it, if, if you, cause I, I don't know about you guys. I enjoy, like I'll watch stuff on the, I'm always watching like history channel, all that, you know, project blue book, uh, stuff on the Bermuda, Bermuda triangle, uh, stuff on Bigfoot, you know, all kind, you know, all this stuff. I like watching all, even when I. Or the Bermuda, Bermuda triangle, man, I, if I was at a garage sale, you know, back in the day, my mom and dad would drag me to garage sales. I, I enjoyed it, actually. They didn't have to drag me. But if I, I saw a book or, or you know, any little thing about the Bermuda Triangle or Bigfoot or, you know, stuff like that, I picked it up. I had all kinds of books, you know, comics and stuff, anything that was like that. I mean, I was, you know, and back then, of course, it's not like it is now where you can change a channel and basically find something.
1: Right, um, right.
2: You know, it was tough to find stuff like that. So, if you if you like that kind of stuff, you'll definitely enjoy this one. Oh yeah, and there's
1: tons of people love it because I mean, how, I mean, History Channel, AMC, you know, I mean, Animal Planet, all of them. I mean, there's so many channels that do Sugar, yeah. shudder. They do their own series. You know, that Monster right, Quest, exactly, and, uh, Finding Bigfoot, and I mean, there's constant stuff. I mean, because it's a huge draw. People are very interested yeah. in doing it, and so those people, yeah, anybody listening to you like those things you'll love this movie. It's, yeah. it's going to be fun right. in reality and kind of like, you know, other than the Patterson film, you know, other than which we've seen yeah. a million times, this is going to be the first or earliest type of do- documentary type deal on this creature, you know, yeah. which is right. super, super cool. Um, so as a matter I feel, of fact, I feel that, pretty uh, good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Was, I did yeah.
0: good. You were making fun of me. Yeah. Now I feel good, man. man. I. I That's <laughs> a heck of a hey, uh, heck, man. I did that, great. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> show I
2: mentioned, uh, I mentioned Project Blue Book. That's a show on the History Channel. Yeah. Which yeah. they made a yeah. show. They made a show about it. They made a show about it in the 70s. It was on NBC. Well, I mean But think- it's it, it's made the same format as this. They take the true stories of this doctor who's actually, you know, Project Blue Book was a real thing. The government actually had Project Blue Book. And yeah. they took the cases, they took the cases and and it it the cases involved in there, but it's a, it's more of a docudrama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In other words, you know, at the end of the show, they go through the whole show and, and, you know, this has Russian spies in it. It's got all kinds of stuff going on. But at the end of the show, they show you the actual file and they say, this is why, you know, this story is based on this. And it's an actual file from Project Blue Book. And that's how this docudrama is made. You know, this is made. okay. this stuff happened. So but we're going to make a movie and we're going to embellish on it and, and, you know, try to make it real. But we're going to use facts. So, you know, Project Blue Book basically did the same thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah. Out, yeah. I want to check that out for sure. I mean, you got yeah. Thinking it. Yeah. And think about,
1: too, when you're talking about, that, I mean, like, episodes of X-Files. You know what I mean? I Bigfoot yes, did it. exactly. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's huge, big inspiration for sure. I mean, even so today, you still got kids' movies, you know, about the abominable snowman or, or um, yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. You know, I mean, there's a huge draw for Bigfoot. And this one, yeah, I think if you're a Bigfoot fan, you want to see Bigfoot movies especially, this is kind of a staple. This is kind of like a must-see because of how original it was and how, I mean, it was the first, it was the only theatrically shown real-life story of Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Uh, So definitely, definitely completely worth it. So I was trying to look up and see, actually, because I was wondering, too, there's a horror movie called Abominable, by Ryan Schaefer, I think that came out several years ago. Absolutely awesome movie. And I kept trying to pull it up to see if they, you know, if he was inspired by this, but it keeps pulling up that, you know, stupid kids' movie Abominable or whatever. That <laughs> like, that's, the one, oh, yeah. that's the one you really yeah, like. I, right I don't there. want the I don't want the pretty one. I'm looking like the one with the blood and the guts, you know. <laughs> Which is awesome. Cause I mean, we bite that one and dude's like face in half, like right off. And then a bottle it's it's awesome. it's so good. Um but yeah, so anyway, so I mean that's Bogger Creek. I mean, it, it we don't recommend the two sequels at all no. <laughs> don't do not do not do not yeah. you will you will stab us with knives going why did i do it so we're telling you not to do this do not watch those two but definitely check this movie out it's totally fun yes um, definitely worth it and we'll tell you what we gave i mean our stop rating we gave this one a big three out of five um which people may be like really three yeah i mean it's fun and there's a lot of reasons for us nostalgic reasons or mark went to the theaters to saw this and yeah. Um,
0: and, and and probably could have if you look at all the <laughs> the movies that have came or have been inspired from it, kind of, probably could have rated it a little bit higher. To be honest, could have went even to three point five. Yeah, uh, you know when you look at yeah. the the whole overall project, uh, the the gross you know money that they had they made off of it off this project plus the uh, the other.
1: Movies that have been yeah. influenced by it yeah, the inspir- I mean, it's yeah just- the inspiration yeah. yeah so if anything cool. we've learned here folks is that Mark originally gave us a 2.5 <sighs> and he is no, now, bring it he has now milked this thing up to a three and a half I'm, <laughs> push, I'm pushing four right now I'm feeling really good <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so we, overall yeah we did we all end up giving this thing a three for a solid three rating um, and it's definitely that I mean it's it's totally fun um it didn't quite make it to mst3k but one of the sequels did yeah I think I think actually I think Charles's other one the third one <coughs> made it to Mr Science theater 3000 I, I did um, see
0: something on there but about uh
1: it. so it's not it's not that low you know what I mean it is really good because Mr Science Theater didn't pick it up uh, but it's, it's definitely worth watching a lot a lot of fun um a lot of cool things about it you'll you'll enjoy we've all kind of thrown different ideas you know Reuben you've talked about you know the scenery and reminding you of not living dead I've thought about you know the nostalgia and the love for Bigfoot that it inspired and yeah Mark screaming like a little eleven-year-old girl at the poop scene, and you <laughs> know, <laughs> it kind of it kind of hits you everywhere when it comes to this movie. But if
0: you will go to my house, you will not find any magazines. Oh my god! Anything comes, oh, oh, about the Legend of Boggy Creek. Comes. Now, if you go to the nerd room, you will find a nineteen ninety-eight Godzilla <laughs> magazine. Like,
1: no, I'm burning uh, <laughs> it. I'm burning it. <laughs> no, you. You know what? You will find now though. You go up on that same Uh-oh. shelf. Here it comes. And there is yes. a 19, March 1975 first issue he appeared in. Fam, famous Monsters of film land, The Godzilla of Oh, yes, good
0: Lord. Yes. I agree. And you have it sitting right next to what?
1: No. It don't really? matter. You know, it's on it's right the there. same shelf? There shell? was no other room, man. Throw it away, it son. It was on the Throw same Throw it shelf. away. That's you know what? You. It doesn't matter. Because I put that picture online, and Ruben can attest for this. And August Ragone, the... Japanese Mosh movie critic himself was like, "Great purchase, man! That was awesome because yeah. yeah. he knows
2: what he's talking about."
1: And that was I a mean, pu- I mean, out.
2: come on! I mean, you, 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 uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You picked it up for three bucks, three dollars, yeah. three dollars, so three
1: dollars. Yeah, this man. book in rough shape. This book will sell. Now for 50 the
2: other
0: bucks. magazine we're talking about. How
1: much did you pay for it? Two. Oh, okay. Just no, pay. it was three. Okay, okay. two or three.
2: Just just yeah. <laughs>
1: It was the same price for a dollar or less, man. Come on. You know, but then I went in there because, I mean, this book sells, I mean, like I said, in rough condition, it still sells 40, 50 bucks. In really good condition, it sells around the $150 range. And this one is in beautiful shape. You
2: did good with that. You did. Yeah. I was expecting to spend at least $50.
1: I did, even asked him like did how, how did much?
2: they did, did not know at the flea market what they had? You think nope, that's and what I was them? not about to tell them, <laughs> I don't, right or wrong? Oh <laughs> yeah. man,
0: yeah, you could have told them after you paid
1: for it. You're <laughs> like, ah, oh, three hours, cool. This book's worth like you know hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, that shaped that one. Sarah's like, well, how much is that one worth? You know, in the, the condition you got. And I was like, I could easily turn around and sell this from $75, 75 to hundred bucks. Uh, no, there's no no question about it whatsoever.
2: Um, I mean, because, three dollars, three dollars, man. You, yeah, well done. When you messaged yeah, me well and said done. that, I said, three dollars. What the heck?
0: How much I did you pay for those that? figurines
2: from 19... Nothing. Oh okay. they were thrown no, in the yeah. box. I was just checking. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I, they're
0: still
1: sitting on the shelf up there, though. I saw All right. The next movie on the Monster Stop Down. Yeah. The next movie on the Monster stop Down is a movie called City of Angels, folks. Get ready for it. Okay. Watch it. It's good. It. It's very good. You're going to hear Mark cry. So, anyways, anybody else
2: you guys got on this one?
0: I am good. I'm good.
2: No, I got nothing. I actually, I actually enjoyed this. film. I hadn't watched it in a long time, and I, it's enjoyable. You guys, I think you guys, listeners out there, you'd enjoy watching it. I, I recommend picking it up and checking it out.
1: Yeah, I agree. That, it's fun. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say. There is one more thing I want to say about this. Throughout the whole movie, the guy who narrates it. Now, I mean, I. He totally reminds me of the dude who narrated like those old '60s and '50s um driving school test videos or driving you know instructional videos. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm
2: talking about? Yeah. Yes, I do. Cause dude, I, I actually, I, I, I took driver, driver. Yeah, I took driver's ed like in '82, and it was still <laughs> those '60s old videos. Yeah, Mark. Did, Mark
1: <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about, dude. Man. I mean, I took driver's ed. <laughs> 2001, and they were still using the videos from like well, the 50s and okay, 60s. Well, and it was terrible. We, we did yeah, was <laughs> bad. <high> school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but I remember watching this and going, "Man, he sounds like the dude
2: that narrated that driving video I watched in yeah. high school." <laughs> you might check that. It might not only only be that. It probably was. It's probably him. the same guy that did. Uh, we do uh, at at t We have they make us do drivers training. And I'll never forget. I got hired, and they sat they sat me in an office, an empty office. They said, "You have to take this driving class." I swear it was the same guy. Oh, it has to be. The, I, <laughs> sound, yeah. So it the sounds is just guy, like it, man.
1: man. I was like,
2: it's the guy from it's, it's it was a, you know, it was a, I was a a soft high school sophomore all over again, sitting there in the NPA T office. <laughs> See me and Ruben. driver said We're on the same page there. We knew we knew it was him. Yeah. Mark
1: did he skip that class or slept yeah, through I, at one. I, oh, it one.
0: yeah, we just uh <laughs>
2: Wow. Y'all, y'all just well, the road, road, You know, uh, his well, name was you know, The, the horse. Does it, did you have to have a license for a horse and buggy? <laughs> oh, oh, that hurt. Oh. That hurt. Oh. That was oh. great. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
0: My uh, my first car was a 1971 Plymouth Satellite, and Ooh, uh, it was yeah. pretty bad. Was, yeah. ba- that was back in the day of Starskin Hutch and all that, you know. And so, so you yeah, wanted but, Satellite
1: like that? It, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was it was a good looking car. Had the, yeah. it was black two? with the with the stripe right. down the side, similar to
2: Starsky and Hutch's Ford Torino. So I mean, it was cool. Oh man,
0: it was cool. See,
2: and my 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 first car cost two hundred and fifty bucks. Was canary yellow. Had more rust holes in it than it had paint. I think. <laughs> it was a seventy. What was a seventy eight Oldsmobile Omega? Is what it was an omega uh, so chevy, nova, chevy, nova, chevy nova chevy nova chevy nova basically was the yeah so but uh, uh my dad did body work so uh i bought it and i did the body work myself you know with his with his instruction of course man you can so, tell i grew you know, up
1: in like the 90s grunge like scene big time because my first vehicle was a 94 dodge ram 2500 conversion van like i cared more about like I just want something to tow my buddies in and we can party in. Yeah, oh, yeah. let's
0: talk about that van. Now, this is it, and I never Uh-oh. heard,
1: <laughs> I have never heard
0: this ever happening, but him and his buddies, they're out there on their way home and it's raining. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they pull over to the side of the road and they all get out. They leave the door open. The door oh. actually opens up against a fence that has a electric fence <laughs> and then they all touch the van oh, at the same time and get, and just get shocked. You know, <laughs> yeah. Brandon, you oh, right. you listen to this, you'll remember uh, that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. That's that totally was happy. classic
2: smart stuff right there. Hey, let's just get out right here. And, and then it touches the fence and they all get shocked. It was good. <laughs> we were, it's like, it's like, it's like the good Lord said, okay, I'm going to teach all y'all to listen all at once. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> Because I'm just going to get the group rate here. I'm just going to teach them all of this at the same
1: time. <laughs> well, that, was, that was, yeah, we were, we were some winners. So, all right, well guys, thank you all so much for listening. Now, of course, now, um, later this month, we've got the next month we stop down. Uh, the next line in Godzilla is going to be Godzilla versus Biollante. Super stoked for that one. The second of the eighties Godzilla film, um, in yeah. the second, the uh, Hayes series too. Actually it's second of the eighties. It's the only other eighties film there is. Yes. Um, super great film, actually introduces the new special effects director for Toho, uh, Kochi Kawakita. And he makes some leaps and bounds when it comes to the special effects uh, for the Godzilla movie. So I'm really, really, really stoked about that one. But we still have come to a dilemma here for the next movie for the Monster Movie Stop Down. Uh, We have been talking about doing a a double team or double feature um, movie, which we're going to do. But we're going to hold off a little bit further on that with Ape. And the sea serpent. So we need something to put in here. And I was trying to rack my brain while we we're doing this episode. So I was thinking like, what are we going to do? And you know what? The the I just I think this is going to be a good one. I don't think we've done it before. It'd be tons of fun. And I love 80 synthesizer music. Chud. No. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I I can get on board Definitely. with that one. So Chud was a great one. Yeah. I got a great story to tell that one because that's a horror film that I watched at a young age that a very, yes. very, very old lady introduced me to. So Oh, yes. Uh, pretty. Oh, that oh yes. Sounds sentimental. That one's going to be good. So, yes. So join us the, later this month for the next Godzilla film, Godzilla's Biolante. Great Godzilla movie. we going to have some guests, special guests on that one for you as well. And then we'll be back with Chud. Is it Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller or something else? A good one. Yep. So, all right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This is Sludge. And Mark. Ruben. Y'all have a good night.
2: Good night.
1: So today I get a text from Mark and (laughs) years ago, when I was in the protest, we decided that Mark looked identical to Dr. Seuss's Lorax. Like, when he doesn't have his glasses on, he's got his face shaved, but the mustache, dude, looks... The mustache, yeah. Dude, yeah. It's totally the Lorax all the way. So we all started calling him Lorax, and how he is in my phone, and Josh and Jareb and Sarge and TJ's phone <laughs> in the protest, it, when he calls any of us, it comes up as Lorax. Well, he messages Lorax. me today, and I don't know how it happened, it must've been when our phones were next to each other or something, but his phone synced up with my contacts. And now in his phone, when he calls somebody, it comes up as Lorax. Yeah. On that <laughs> phone. Oh yeah.
0: It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell so, so I have to call my office today and, and I call and the lady answers the phone. And I said, Hey, this is Mark from Weaver Pike. She said, is that your phone? Your phone? I was like, yeah it's my cell phone she says well it's coming up as the lorax on on my caller id and i was like are you kidding me i can't believe this yeah (laughs) so it's so when when i call out now the office my office knows me as lorax so
2: that is
0: wow yeah wow i wonder what happened i don't know but For whatever reason, I am now known and now the Lorax. Uh, Lorax. It's
1: it's brilliant. I was dying (laughs) laughing today. I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? Instantly sent a text out to the guys in the protest. I'm like, we got to hear this. This is awesome.